Welcome to the podcast. My name is Ryan, vice captain of the ship. Over here is the muscles who carries the show, Tony oh, Lodge. my gosh. And we're calling Taylor. Taylor in Adelaide. Adelaide. Also known as? Radelaide. Because it's rad. And she'll be glad Adelaide we're calling. <laughs> Hopefully she answers, otherwise I'll be mad Adelaide. Taylor, don't speak Taylor, it's Tony and Ryan. Do you approve Adelaide this podcast? <laughs> I do approve yes. very lately. What is your favourite thing to put on toast? Is it marmalade? A marmalade? Na- <laughs> Sorry, we are just making Adelaide yeah. rhyming jokes and it was as funny as it sounds when I explain it. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you. That. Um, do you still approve though? <laughs> of course. Yes. Of course good, good, good. <laughs> hey, it's Taylor from Adelaide and I approve this podcast. If you're thinking... I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go. You know how like psychologists, wellness gurus and like society in general will always be like, you shouldn't hold a grudge. It's such an easy thing to say, but like holding on to grudge, is it a natural part of life um, to some extent? Is it a scale? I think it's probably part of life, yeah. but I think it's one, it's like that thing like holding, what's the saying? I'm going to fuck it up fucking tremendously right now, but it's like, um, holding on to poison doesn't poison the other person. You poison yourself. yourself. Yep. Or whatever. It's obviously a lot more eloquent, the actual quote. No, I, but think like, was, I think that's exactly not too right. Bad. And the, yeah. But so I guess it's like if you're holding on to something, is it affecting you? Because the other person, have they just moved on? I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, there's a grudge that's been held. By... N- Coming up, do we'll, I, we'll get to the grudge. It's not about me. Did I do something wrong? Would I hold a grudge against you? Mm. Even asking that question will fill you with fear. And yeah, like, I really just want to skip. I don't hold any grudges with you. Okay, that's all I've got to say. That's good. We'll get to that soon. Okay, but first, confessions. This is top confessions. Um, I actually just saw this one on the internet. Um, <laughs> I heard my neighbour moaning one morning, and it was hot, and I started wanking while I was listening to her. I found out later that the girl was out of town and I was actually just wanking to the sound of a pigeon. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah. Which, well, that's what a pigeon sounds like. What would a, a sexy moan sound like? People have asked me to pull back on the sexy moans, haven't they? Uh, They're not uh, similar. That's not the same thing. As a pigeon. But thanks for confessing nonetheless. All right, this is a sexy pigeon. <laughs> That is a sexy pigeon. Yeah. You are a sexy pigeon. Thank you. You can sexy fly bird. over and shit on my roof. You can sit in my nest. You can keep my eggs warm. You can... Um, the confessor is not going to be the... You can throw up into my mouth. Can... You can ruffle my feathers. You can steal my shiny things. You can use your twigs to build my nest and hair and spit. 
You know how birds use like hair and spit yeah. and stuff for a nest? If you don't stop, then the confessor isn't going to be the only one wanking off to the thought of a pigeon. <laughs> but it's a pigeon with my face. Yeah. <laughs> we will make a video and that's what it will be. <laughs> Write that down, everyone. <laughs> um, here's a confession from Atapa. And again, this is people that listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So we have a brand new page on our website, www.tonyandryan.com slash pages slash confessions, I think is the website. Yep. Uh, and it is fully anonymous. So you can put anything you want in there, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And uh, we don't know who it was. It's like a glory hole. Forgive me, Tapa, for I have sinned. I think I've killed an old lady. Yeah. No, please, I need a moment. What? Mm -hmm. What? Yep. This has been on my mind and conscious for years and I still feel horrible about it. Years? Okay, judgment-free zone. Sure. Okay, uh, so I'm just going to try and pull back the, uh, pair back my, I can't, I really can't. I mean, killing old ladies is a, a thing worthy of being, like, you know, Shocked you're allowed over. to have your emotions. Yeah, but this person has trusted us with their confession. But years, okay. No one in the world knows about this except one other person who was there in the moment and they've sworn each other to secrecy. But the Tarpa has just said, it's just been on my conscience and I just I just need to tell someone because it's eating me up inside and I feel awful. Pause. Who would you trust in that moment? Say some shit went down. And like, who would you who would you pick to be by your side that you know like would never spill? Torbs. Torbs is actually a great person. He would never say anything. Yeah, he's a fucking lockbox. That guy. He actually is. Yeah. Who would you? Would you tell me? Hmm. I. The only reason I wouldn't tell. So Torbs would obviously be my number one. Yeah. Only because he'd probably likely be there if something yeah. was going down. Yep. The only reason I wouldn't do you, and it's not because I don't fucking trust you with my life, because I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Love you like a brother. I think that's very clear. Don't say it like a brother. The, yeah. <laughs> Brothers don't fuck it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, is this supposed to be a beautiful okay, moment? Okay, it's supposed to be a beautiful moment. The only reason I wouldn't do you is because we talk to, like in front of thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of people for a living. Yeah. I feel like we wouldn't be able to resist the urge of going like, Oh, so the other day I was driving down the highway. Remember that time we were driving down the highway anyway? And, and uh, like, don't mention the time I killed the guy. Yeah, so that's where I think that maybe that would, yeah, nah. we would come unraveled. Well, I think I would never ever say, but I would threaten to say all the time. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be able to live I, with like, that Like I can't live with that. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm not offended at all. Yeah, so I feel like, but I like that Torbs was your first. Do you like Torbs? <laughs> Do you like him? Yeah. Do you actually, like, would you ever, like, hang out with Torbs, like, without me? Like, because I've hung out with your wife heaps. Like, you we've and gone my out wife for, work together. But we've, like, gone out for dinner and Remember stuff. Remember that time you guys drunk called me and were like, can you pick us up? We're wasted at the wine bar. And it was 5.30 on a Wednesday. Yeah. I do remember. Well, PM barely. in barely, the afternoon. Yeah. Um, would you, you hang out with Torbs We could get a alive? kebab. Yeah, I'd hang out with her. Would you? Are, you? are you trying to set up a no, date? No, I'm just like. Me and Torbs hang out all the time. But just the way that just then you, like, so confidently said Torbs. Well, like, you know how when I'm at your house and then you're like, oh, i got to go to the bathroom, I had a coffee, and you go on for half an hour. Yeah. Like, me and Torbs are hanging out there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, you'd pick Torbs. This person has their friend, they're sworn to secrecy. Well, it's not a friend, it was a colleague, and <gasps> let me explain. I was working as an assistant nurse, and we were down on staff. 
So myself and a qualified nurse were giving like bed baths, like helping the... Like a sponge bath. Yeah, and it's a a very older lady who's in the final moment, you know, stages of life. Uh, I was washing this one old lady when I rolled her towards me and completely pulled her shoulder out of its socket. Oh, my God. And, I mean... But, I mean, that kind of stuff would happen a lot, right? I bet um, the TARPA explains I'd been completely overworked, highly stressed, and I just panicked and I saw her in pain. I didn't know what to do. What would you do? Fuck. Um, Oh, my God. It's late at night. There's not many people around. There's you and another nurse. You're stressed. You don't know what to do. You're instant like, what do I do? I mean, if you can pop a shoulder out, you can pop it back in, right? So she popped the shoulder straight back in. Especially you're like, you're low on, surely that was, is what you would do. She popped the shoulder in and the lady died within the hour. Now, a dislocated shoulder, like I've had three shoulder reconstructions. Yeah. You got a fucking gnarly scar from them. Got a couple. Yeah. It's the most excruciating pain you can ever experience. Really? It is so painful. Like the ball comes out of its socket yeah. and it's like bones scratching other bones on the inside and it's like sharp and you're trying to like get it back in the socket. Okay, so that was going to be my question. What about it hurts? So And your arm's heavy. Like, you know, when you've got a dead yeah. arm, you can like feel yeah. it. So it's also just that the weight of your arm, like yeah. not being in the right spot, fucking hell. So the lady rolls over, her arms falls out of her socket. She's in excruciating pain. She doesn't know what to do. She pops it back in and then the lady dies. So let me continue reading. Now, I'm not saying the dislocated shoulder is fatal uh, or that I should be trialed for murder. Uh, The nurse and I triple-checked that her dislocated shoulder and her death had nothing to do with each other. But to this day, myself and the nurse and the lady uh, are the only people who know about the situation. The lady's not going to say anything. The family came in and they were like, oh, was she at peace? And I went, yep. Even though all I could remember was holding her limp arm that was temporarily unattached to her body while she was screaming in pain. Not a single person knows about this and the other nurse has done everything in her power to keep it that way and I've never told a living soul, but it's been eating me up inside. And then I decided I needed to tell someone and that's why I'm anonymously messaging the Tony and Ryan podcast. Um, fuck, that's heavy, eh? And I'm actually here to tell Anonymous Tarpa that she doesn't have to be worried because let me give you some insight. Uh-huh. And I don't know if this is a weird thing to say. Yeah. Because she thinks, oh, you know, she died in extreme pain and blah, blah, blah. Having dislocated her shoulder, like I said, it's the most extreme pain ever. Mm-hmm. You know what the greatest physical thing I've like ever experienced in my life? What? It's the feeling of your shoulder going back in. Because your body is like adrenaline, sending these like nerve twitches. Like your whole body's like in shock. Like I remember when I did it once, I like I could barely walk because I was just like my body was spasming. But then when it goes in, it's like this strange, like satisfaction. Yeah, but like it's like a beautiful calm. Imagine scratching an itch times a million. You know, and then the adrenaline just like it almost like it washes off you, and you'll never be more calm and relaxed and in peace Mm -hmm. than that feeling so when she goes oh she died in pain i go actually nah she probably didn't it's the opposite and it's maybe not something you need to feel bad about for five years and and hold on to yeah i think that 
they didn't do anything malicious. No. Like the the two people that we're talking about here, yep. they didn't they didn't kill someone. No. They didn't, you know, give her the wrong medicine yep. or, you know, like there's a lot of things that could go wrong as a nurse, right? That if you are overworked and understaffed yep. and stuff, I don't I, I don't think you need to feel bad about that. Was was there? Any, uh, you probably don't know this, but like just going through my mind at the moment is like, was there anything else that could have like was the woman already kind it, of the, dying the, from the, something else? I've left a few details out, but the the ward she was the old lady was in it was, was like palliative care. It was towards the end of right, her life, okay. so it was sort of if it wasn't today, it might have been tomorrow, kind of right. Vibe. So. Um, uh, no, I don't think I can understand why you feel really scared about that. Yeah. And I think it was nice of them to to tell the family like she was at peace, even though at the time she wasn't really sure because like the fam like this is awful, but at that time it doesn't make any difference to to this yep. lovely old lady. Yep. But the family like they live forever thinking about when yep. their mum or grandma passed away. So I think it was not that you know. Oh, how? But like legally, don't they have to? Right, right I down. Mean, so we're not, we are not, we don't know who this tarp is. Like we're not defending anyone. We're just talking about <laughs> this. You've got a U-turn. No, just because so I don't want I don't anyone think to she's, be like, oh, well, that's okay. I don't think she's done anything wrong. What about this? Well, actually, I don't know who it is. But like, but <laughs> legally, don't, don't you need to like, wouldn't you need to like cite that that had happened or? If I'd. No time for paperwork in that? I don't know. I'm guessing if you pulled someone's arm out of its socket, you'd probably mention that to someone. But I could also 100% no, uh, appreciate not wanting to. Question. God forbid yeah. this is your family member, right? Yep. Would you rather know that that had happened or would you rather not know? Well, the family asked the nurse, was she at peace? Yep. And so what's the alternative? Actually, No. She had a horrible death and her arm was laying on the floor. Yeah. Like, Don't lie to me. I, yeah, lie to me. Yeah. I, th- I feel like that, like exactly what I said. I yeah. think that that's the right thing to do by the family. If it had been something more serious, then obviously like legally, like you yeah. fucking have to say something. But I think, yeah, I, I I'm really feel bad for the woman, but I feel bad for the Tapa who's confessed this anom- anom- What's well, a big weight to be... So, uh, sorry, how uh, sorry, anonymously. <laughs> sorry, that was a fucking struggle. I'm very, I'm really taken aback. And I don't really know what to say because there's obviously like legal implications of these kinds of things like happening slash going wrong. But I can, is there, and you don't have to say what it is, and it obviously won't be as significant as this, but mm-hmm. is there like anything that has been a weight on your shoulders for like a long time that necessarily, might not have need to have been and it wasn't a big deal, but just something that just pops up in your memory annoyingly from time to time. I parked my car in a really shit spot and ended up like crashing in a car park like when I was really young. Mm. And it's just like like I backed into a thing and I was just like so dumb because I, I parked in the weird and I just was really new to driving. Yeah. And still I'll like think about it and just cringe. Yeah, right. What, how old am I? 35. 17 years ago. Fuck. And I just go, oh, fuck, that was dumb. I should have just gone the other way. Yeah. And it's just this dumb weight that oh. I always go, oh, what if I? 
I've definitely done dumb stuff. Like, yep. I'm not going to fucking say that I haven't. I've also, you know, like backed into a bollard in a fucking parking, like car park and shit, you know, like. Remember the first time you met my mum and you drove yeah, into the tree in the driveway? Yeah, drove into the tree in her house, yeah. Um, in my old car, obviously. Um, <laughs> not my new one. Um, but. But you would have burned that tree down. The, How dare you touch my outing? Fuck off. The thing about me is. I actually can't hold on to stuff because it makes me physically sick. Yeah. So if something bothers me, it festers yeah. and I actually can't live my life. Why th- do you think that's maybe why um, this tarpa has gone? I just needed to say someone. It's yeah. Been, it's been festering. Because so even like even, yeah, something as small as yet driving into something, I'd get home and go, Mum, I did something really stupid and, like, you know, it would be easy to, like, not tell her or whatever, but I just needed to, like, say it. And so to answer your question, do I have anything like that? I've obviously done dumb shit, but there's nothing that I haven't been truthful about or, like, shared with somebody or whatever because I actually, I get physically ill if I lie and if I, you know, I just can't hang on to stuff. Tonyandryan.com.au. Look for the confessions button. Yeah. Keep them coming. Lost arms and jizzing on pigeons. <laughs> Bit of a U-turn between the yeah. two, wasn't it? Bit of light and shade. <laughs> hey, it's Taylor from Adelaide and you're listening to Tony and Ryan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shout out to a few of our champion tarpers over at our Patreon. Kyla McGugan, thank you so much. Gabrielle Svensson, Crystal Roxas, Andrew Duncanson, and Nicole Hathaway. Nicole Hathaway. Beautiful woman. Thank you very much, everyone, for being here today. Uh, make sure you hit the follow button on the on Spotify, Spotify app. Yeah. really helps out you to find us, helps out us on the back end. Everyone's a winner. Show me your back end. Oh, mate, it would be an honour and a privilege. <laughs> um, now, Tony earlier tried to say a very powerful quote about grudges. <laughs> Uh, Cam, who's working with us, Cam, you can you show Tony that quote on the computer screen so you can read it out? Okay, so I made up some bullshit, don't know what I said, but the actual beautiful quote is, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yep. That lovely, eloquent, beautiful thing yeah. is what I meant before when I said, you know that thing about the poison and the ding-dong and the whatever? Yeah. yeah. Is it fair to say, though? I'm glad you all knew what I yeah, was no, trying, what to trying to say. get yeah, across. Mate, we got yeah, you. We thank got you. you. You're an author. <laughs> Is it okay? Can we just be honest with each other? We can all agree that we read that quote and go 100% correct. It makes sense, right? But like, it's easy to read a quote. It's hard to Easier actually let go. Done, yeah. You know? Um, for example, this is fucking honesty hour, this podcast it really is. today. Yeah, okay. I played for volleyball for the state of Victoria yeah. in the under 15s team, and we went to the national championships, and I was in the All Australian and we won. That's amazing. In under 17s. I was All-Australian. We went to the national championships and we won. Yeah, amazing. In under-16s, the year in between, I was left off the team and they didn't win. Now, I'm not saying I hold a grudge and I know the coach who select the team doesn't give a fuck 20 years later, but mm-hmm. I still remember. Yeah, so under-16s. Yeah. 
So no Ryan in the team. You're under 16. Yeah. How old are you now? 35. Yeah, great. Okay, just wanted to, you know. I'll tell you what really irks me. For the me, record, uh, everybody. The national championships that year, for the first time, I think ever, were in Darwin. Uh-huh. Because it's usually like Melbourne, Sydney. Whatever. Yeah, but that'd it was in be Darwin. fucking hot. It'd be fucking hot. But like, you know, they guys had a day off and went to like the swimming holes and like you're up there for a few weeks training or whatever. Oh, and so now when people. So you miss the little holiday as well. Yeah. And um, so now when people are like, oh, have you been to Northern Territory? It's beautiful. I go, no, I fucking haven't. You could go now. My sister lives there. She'll have you. Yeah, I'll go drop in. Yeah. Um, so I guess just in honesty hour, like I'm not angry about it, but I also haven't forgotten. You know what I mean? Do you know why you got left off? Like what? Did you not pass an audition? Bro, feed a kid in the, in the gym, folks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what happened at the volleyball concert? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I pulled out the violin uh, while I was trying to do a jump set. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the audition. Oh, the tr- tryouts maybe. Nice. Um, I was an emergency. Fuck, Which that's is just, backhanded, just, isn't it? Just not choose me. Second string. Just yeah. not choose me. But you know the annoying thing about emergency? I had to tr- go to training for a year and then they're like, well, thanks for training, bro. Uh, no one got injured, so all the best. If someone did get injured, what were they going to do? Like emergency send you to Darwin? Did you at least get to go to the Northern Territory? I've never been. Like, I still have never been to the Northern Territory. So you did, But if you were a backup, what if like an accident happened while they were up there? Oh, well, you've got players on the bench. Oh, so you... Oh, so I, so think, I thought you meant on the bench. You weren't even on the bench. I've never been to the Northern Territory. No, no, no. But like, I thought that's what that meant. Oh, Tony's a bit tired. Let's call the guy in Victoria. Well, that's why and fly I was him up. well, don't be an asshole. That's why I'm asking. No, no. I thought it was a fucking audition. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. all chill out. Yeah, no, no. So, um, well, there's a okay, team of so ten. Yeah, and there's six on the court. So they've always got four spares. Well, subs, and then through the game you rotate yeah. through and take a breather right. and stuff. And so whatever. you weren't even that. No, I was number eleven. Ooh. Out of 10, which is not a good place to be. So what happened in your audition? Did you fuck it up? Uh, they just picked someone else who, who's probably just as good. I mean, you know. Apparently not. Well, they didn't fucking win, did they? <laughs> um, anyway, but, I've moved on. <laughs> are you sure they didn't just verse a really good team? Well, it's the same team as last year and the next year. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. Because you all grow up playing against the same people. Yeah, except that obviously. Look, who's to say? You went there. Well, I mean. Yeah. I mean. You didn't say. Yeah, man. Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? What's the quote again? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the coach isn't sitting there going, "Oh, if I'd have picked Ryan fifteen years ago, yeah, you know, that ain't give a shit." He might be. I have a question. Question about grudges. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you know what it is? No. Tony Lodge. Is there anything you'd like to say about the Australian Children's Choir? <laughs> <laughs> Last week on the show, <laughs> someone oh. meant because in the Qantas ads, the Australian you know airline carrier, yeah, these famous ads of the Australian Children's Choir, and there's children like on the top of the Sydney Harbour Bridge at beautiful beaches, and they're singing "I Still Call Australia Home," which is a beautiful song, and it fucking makes me cry every time I see them. They're like it's beautiful. beautiful ads. It's beautiful. And so, Tony, you were in school choirs and sang all of childhood. Went to a singing school. Mm-hmm. I was actually the choir captain. Is it, even if they're not like out loud about it, is it sort of every choir kid's dream to be in the Australian Children's Choir? Is that like the pinnacle of choir singing? A hundred percent. So last week I asked you a question about the Australian Children's Choir and um, 
Let, can I just reenact your answer? Mm-hmm. Hey, Tony, with the Australian children's... Co- well, I wouldn't know because I wasn't picked, so I don't know. I can't answer your questions. And then I said, ooh, I think this is something we need to talk about. Well, it's nothing to talk about because I wasn't picked at the team. Well, I, was, I wasn't in the Australian Children's Choir, so I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know anything. Ask fucking someone else. Were there... So how did you go... Where, where's the point where you're, you're the captain of the choir? Yeah. So I was the choir captain in year 12. Yeah. So by that time, I was probably really too old yeah. to be in the... I don't even know how... Maybe it's like up to 16 or yeah. something, but maybe. But explain to me the, uh, the journey. Like, do you go from like a school choir to like a regional choir, maybe a state choir, and then get like, you know, what's the process to get from some school into the Australian Children's Choir? And where in that process did you or did you not get to? Well, I'm guessing. I actually don't intimately know how you get in, obviously, because I didn't. Um, But so I was in the choir from year five. Yep. So how old are you in year five? You turn 10. Yeah. Um, and then I was the choir captain when I was in year 12, which is your, what, 16 turning 17-ish? Yep. That's a lot of choiring. Yeah, so that's a lot of choiring. I also studied classical voice at uh, at school. I did opera. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep, I was very good as well. Got a few solos. Really? Sang, like, always was the one that was, like, singing at the school events and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then one of my singing teachers at one stage was married to the guy who was head of the West Australian Youth Orchestra, the WAO. Okay. Which this is what I'm talking of, about. Maybe like a gateway Well, musical, yeah. yeah. And so I was kind of like, oh, you don't know what's from, going? The, from the Australian Children's Choir, do um, But I always wanted to do it and I'm guessing, and again, I actually don't know, but all I remember is a conversation I had with my mum. Yeah. God rest her soul. Can't ask her now. Yep. I said, I want to be in the Australian Children's Choir. And mum said, they only take kids from Sydney and Melbourne. I don't think that's true. Are you calling your mum a liar? <laughs> I don't think that that's true. I think that, that maybe she went, I can't be fucked with that. Or maybe she <laughs> went, you're not good enough, Tone. We're not even going to, like, try that. But I remember her saying to me, like, oh, they pick kids from the eastern states because that's where all the events are. That's where all the training is. And, and they fly them to Perth to film the things Well, instead of just getting someone down the road. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's what I was told as a kid. In the cold, harsh light of day. hmm and maybe it's sort of similar to what we we're talking about before with old mate in the hospital. Yeah. Would you rather have been told that than just like you shit? And well, you obviously weren't shit because you were in the crime. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is that like an easy thing to tell a child? Well, yeah. And I feel like Do maybe. Do you respect that? Or, or in I hindsight, you're like, I would have rather have just fucking been told. Well, I just want to know why I didn't get to try. But also maybe that is the try. I've never really looked in. I was just like, oh, okay, I'll take my mum's word for it and like move on yep. with my life. But it's like upsetting because I would have loved to do it. I would have loved to be in the Australian Children's Choir. When you saw those beautiful Qantas ads filmed in outback Western Australia and Esperance and and they still the Great use Barrier them. Reef. Yeah, they still, you'd still be getting royalties. Yeah. They still use them now in like the safety videos and stuff. It's like the kids in the white outfit and they're on top of the fucking all the bloody bits around Australia. So now I know how rich and money hungry you are. (laughs) 
When you say you cry when you hear that song, are you crying because you want it to be in the choir or are you crying about all the royalties you haven't received over the last 29 years? <laughs> I mean, think of the commissions, baby. Okay, no, I'm absolutely <laughs> saying it's because it's beautiful. No. <laughs> don't, don't fucking money signals me on a podcast, but No, no, it's definitely that yeah, it's be- it yeah. is fucking lovely. And I but always is there look a little at it. Like, it's is kind it 95% of like, beautiful and 5%? Me. Yeah. That could have been me. Bit of jealousy. You know, um... <laughs> this is inside chat, but you know Loz, who we both used to work with at Hit WA? Loz Kelly? Yeah. yeah. She was in the Australian Children's She's from Western Choir. Australia? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she is too. I know. Um, She's from Busselton? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot she was in it because her husband Jack and I. Yeah. Friend, and that, when you said, of course she was. And yeah. she's from Western Australia. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your mum's a liar. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, that's really upsetting, isn't it? What's the age limit? <laughs> Is it too late now? <laughs> do you? And I'm looking at Cam because when I say I'll do this for you, what I mean is Cam might help me with it. <laughs> Would you like, even if it is a bit late? Mm-hmm. I'd love audition. my chance. I'd love my chance. Do you reckon that's something we could do, Cam? He's just looking at the laptop, shaking his head. <laughs> Fucking right, eh? Um, but it, I will say, actually, it maybe doesn't look good because I actually applied to be <laughs> in the Melbourne Indie Choir this year. This year? Yeah. Like, as an, so there's like an adult like Melbourne Indie Choir and they have not accepted me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> when did you do that? You kept that on the wraps? No, well, because I was like, I'll wait until I get, get in. in. <laughs> But you fucking wait Ryan. a while. Yeah, so I applied and they do it like it's, they say on the website that because of like a long list, but yeah, have not been accepted. But uh, Maybe you're still on the list of the Australian Children's Choir. They go, hey, you applied in um 2001. Or they just call me and they go, oh, we'd love to have you. And I go, well, I'm now 29. They go, oh, so sorry then. And that's just like <laughs> how they get away with it. <laughs> Uh, we don't hold grudges here. No, we're over it. We're over it. I've been to cities that never closed. I'm not saying you didn't fucking get in. From New York to Rome and old London town, no matter how far or how wide I roam, I still call. Australia. We've gotten in. We're fucking on. We'll start our own. Fuck those kids. We're way better. <laughs> oh, that's I, not my you love to see, but I do love to see an impromptu performance. Me too. Australia. Yeah, very cool. Um, what is your you love to see today? Um, I have a uh, film recommendation. This so movie... I'm emotional from singing that song. Oh, it is. That's You've fucking got hit fucking me. tears. I know, in your I'm eyes. about to cry. It is honestly like such a point of Australian <laughs> pride. Like, I'm actually not even joking. I'm going to cry. It's, it's fucking beautiful. There's tears in my eyes. Yeah, it is honestly in my. Or maybe I'm can crying because we... of how awful my singing is. Can we please put an Australian children's choir Qantas ad in the, the episode, episode thread, thread for today? It's stunning. Because you'll fucking you'll laugh, you'll cry, it'll change your life. Yep. I bring it back up. Actually, this is mm, this movie recommendation, right? I just watched it. As everyone knows, I'm now a Shaka surfer girl. I watched this movie. It's an Australian indie film made by not Chris Hemsworth, 
Not Liam Hemsworth. Not Luke. But Luke Hemsworth. It's this surfing movie. It's called Bosch and Rocket. And Fuck, you and Torbs and you surfing. Oh yeah, movies. we're so into <laughs> surfing at the moment. Like so I can't funny. honestly. We watched we watched this movie. We watched Blue Crush last night, yeah. and that's not even available on any streaming services. We talked about it last week, so you ended up yeah, paying for it. I paid for it on Apple. It was four ninety nine. Oh, money well for the 48-hour fucking rental. Yeah. So I can watch it a couple more times. Yeah, give it a crack, Gustavo. Um, But this movie, Bosch and Rocket, it's new on Netflix. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be available everywhere, but it's like an indie film they made. Cool. And it's now like gone fucking gangbusters. It won a couple of awards and stuff like that. It is about this dad and his son and them like being surfers together. And obviously there's yep. like drug-based drama and like, yep. the you know, it's like, it's quite sad, but it's an amazing Australian movie. And it was like, yeah, made on low budget. There's a Hemsworth in it and he's fucking great, yeah. you know. It's a really good movie. That's my Australian, recommendation. There's a Hemsworth in it. It's surfing. I mean, if it's fucking Australian, you can just assume that there's the a Hemsworth, Hemsworth in, in it. it. Yep. Um, but that's my recommendation for the day. It's a really good movie. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a tweet that I reckon I see the same tweet do the viral rounds twice a year. Not the viral rounds, yep. You know, it comes up and I go, oh, but I always just read it and love it every yeah. time. And it's by a guy, guy named Rod. Hi, Rod. In 1992, I was 12 years old. My dad and I were in the Newark airport and I saw Joe Pesci and I recognised him. That? Uh He's one of the bad guys in Home Alone. Um, which is what my generation would know him as. But then yeah. the generation older, like, I think he was, like, in Goodfellas, The Godfather. Like, he was in a lot sure. of gangster movies. Casino, he's right, in. Right, okay. Um, but it's funny because then we know him. Oh, yep, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, our producer came to show me a yeah. photo. Yep. So the thing, it's so funny because our generation goes, oh, Home Alone. But obviously, like, my That's dad's like, he's that... from those gangster movies. Yeah. And you're, like, talking yeah. about that kids thing. Yep. Anyway, he goes up to him and says, oh, hey, hey Joe, um, can I get an autograph? And Joe said... Hey, kid, who's your favourite actor? And he goes, oh, you are. And then Joe Pesci hands me a crisp $100 bill and goes, that's the correct answer, kid. And signed his thing and gave him 100 bucks. Oh, that's fucking smooth, ass. How fucking good is that? That's and every time cool I read move. that, I just go, how cool is Joe Pesci? It's probably his last $100. Well, Joe he, Pesci's broke now. Yeah. Every kid in the airport's just cleaning him out. <laughs> I was going to say, he didn't make that much money from Home Alone, nah. guys. <laughs> He's not getting bloody child choir royalties. No one is, mate. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you loved it. That's fucking... Kids going up to celebrities, like, that's really... It's, it's wholesome. That's fucking adorable. And it's nice that he gave him the time of day. He didn't just tell him to fuck off, you know? I said you were, and he handed me a crisp $100 and said, that's the right answer, kid. Love that. That almost feels like a Hollywood moment in itself. That's a cool move. Yeah. That's fucking... That's smooth. Joe Pesci is cool. Um, also, like, back in the day, you had cash on you. What are you going to do now? Be like, do you have a tile that I could, like... <laughs> Tap? Yeah, you know, the square thing. Was it check or savings? Yeah, sorry, I actually don't have any cash, dude, but I I've actually... got this fucking paper straw yeah. from my coffee. It's Would an you extra like that? 3% if you use card. Yes, yeah, surcharge. <laughs> You're not using Amex, are you? You oh, can't use be that here. Not on, fucking, not on this economy. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow on the show... I've got something that's going to fire everyone up. Really? Yep. Yeah. You be fired up. You're gonna be fired up. It's fireable. It's a fireable offence. Fire, fire yourselves up. Tomorrow, and a pinch in the punch for the first day of Feb. Uh, we'll chat to you then. <laughs> Love you. Bye.